is Rainy G with the Holistic Health Hotline. Today I'm reading a letter that is on um, glennbeck.com. For those of you who think Glenn Beck is crazy, get off the podcast now. I mean, he is a crazy man in some ways, but he's the only person who's telling you what you need to know. So this woman wrote an open letter to our nation's leadership, and I'm going to read it to you. It is on the website, earthwalk-usa.com, under Obama Crimes. You can read it there. Um, She will be marching to Washington on July 4th, coming with people from Arizona. There are people coming from Nevada, California, New York, Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, West Virginia, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Texas, and probably other places I don't even know about. Here's an open letter to our nation's leadership. I'm a homegrown American citizen, 53 registered Democrat all my life. Before the last presidential election, I registered as a Republican because I no longer felt the Democratic Party represents my views or works to pursue issues important to me. Now I no longer feel the Republican Party represents my views or works to pursue issues important to me either. The fact is I no longer feel any political party or representative in Washington represents my views or works to pursue the issues important to me. There must be someone. Please tell me who you are. Please stand up and tell me that you are there and that you're willing to fight for our Constitution as it was written. Please stand up now. You might ask yourself what my views and issues are that I would horribly feel so disenfranchised by both major political parties. What kind of nut job am I? Will you please tell me? Well, these are briefly my views and issues for which I seek representation. 1. Illegal Immigration I want you to stop coddling illegal immigrants and secure our borders. Close the underground tunnels. Stop the violence and the trafficking in drugs and people. No amnesty. Not again. Been there. Done that. No resolution. P.S. I'm not a racist. This isn't to be confused with legal immigration. Two, the TARP bill. I want it repealed, and I want no further funding supplied to it. We told you no, but you did it anyway. I want the remaining unfunded 95% repealed. Freeze. Repeal. 3. SARS. I want the circumvention of our checks and balances stopped immediately. Fire the czars. No more czars. Government officials answer to the process, not to the president. Stop trampling on our Constitution and honor it. 4. Cap and trade. The debate on global warming is not over. There is more to say. 5. Universal health care. I will not be rushed into another expensive decision. Don't you dare try to pass this in the middle of the night and then go on break. Slow down. 6. Growing government control. I want states' rights and sovereignty fully restored. I want less government in my life, not more. Shrink it down. Mind your own business. You have enough to take care of with your real obligations. Why don't you start there? 7. ACORN. I do not want ACORN and its affiliates in charge of our 2010 census. I want them investigated. I also do not want mandatory escrow fees contributed to them every time on every real estate deal that closes. How many of you know about that? Stop the funding to ACORN and its affiliates pending impartial audits and investigations. I do not trust them with taking the census over with our taxpayer money. I don't trust them with our taxpayer money. Face up to the allegations against them and get it resolved before taxpayers get any more involved with them. If it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, hello. 
Stop protecting your political buddies. You work for us, the people. Investigate. Eight, redistribution of wealth. No, no, no. I work for my money. It is mine. I have always worked for people with more money than I have because they gave me jobs. That is the only redistribution of wealth that I will support. I never got a job from a poor person. Why do you want me to hate my employers? Why? What do you have against shareholders making a profit? Nine, charitable contributions. Although I never got a job from a poor person, I have helped many in need. Charity belongs in our local communities where we know our needs best and can use our local talent and our local resources. Butt out, please. We want to do it ourselves. Ten, corporate bailouts. Knock it off. Sink or swim like the rest of us. If there are hard times ahead, we'll be better off just getting into it and letting the strong survive. Quick and painful. Have you ever ripped off a Band-Aid? We will pull together. Great things happen in America under great hardship. Give us the chance to innovate. We cannot disappoint you more than you have disappointed us. Eleven, transparency and accountability. How about it? No, really, how about it? Let's have it. Let's say we give the buzzwords a rest and have some straight, honest talk. Please try. Please stop manipulating and trying to appease me with clever wording. I'm not the idiot you obviously take me for. Stop sneaking around and meeting in back rooms making deals with your friends. It will only be a prelude to your criminal investigation. Stop hiding things from me. Twelve, unprecedented quick spending. Stop it now. Take a breath. Listen to the people. Let's just slow down and get some input from some non-politicians on the subject. Stop making everything an emergency. Stop speed-reading our bills into law. I am not an activist. I am not a community organizer. Nor am I a terrorist, a militant, or a violent person. I am a parent and a grandparent. I work. I'm busy. I'm busy. I am busy and I am tired. I thought we elected competent people to take care of the business of government so that we could work, raise our families, pay our bills, have a little recreation, complain about taxes, endure our hardships, pursue our personal goals, cut our lawn, wash our cars on the weekends, and be responsible contributing members of society, and teach our children to be the same, all while living in the home of the free and land of the brave. I entrusted you with upholding the Constitution. I believed in the checks and balances to keep from getting far off course. What happened? You are very far off course. Do you really think I find humor in the hiring of a speed reader to unintelligently ramble all through a bill that you signed into law without knowing what it contained? I do not. It is a mockery of the responsibility I have entrusted to you. It is a slap in the face. I am not laughing at your arrogance. Why is it that I feel as if you would not trust me to make a single decision about my own life and how I would live it, but you should expect that I should trust you with the debt that you have laid on all of us and our children. We did not want the TARP bill. We said no. We would repeal it if we could. I'm sure that we still cannot. There is such urgency and recklessness in all of the recent spending. From my perspective, it seems that all of you have gone insane. I also know that I am far from alone in these feelings. Do you honestly feel that your current pursuits have merit to patriotic Americans? We want it to stop. We want you to put the brakes on everything that is being rushed by us and forced upon us. We want our voice back. You have forced us to put our lives on hold to straighten out the mess that you are making. We will have to give up our vacations, our time spent with our children, any re relaxation time we may have had, and money we cannot afford to spend on you to bring our concerns to Washington. Our president often knows all the right buzzword knows all the right buzzword is unsustainable. 
Well, no kidding. How many tens of thousands of dollars did the focus group cost to come up with that word? We don't want your overpriced words. Stop treating us like we're morons. We want all of you to stop focusing on your re-election and do the job we want done, not the job you want done or the job your party wants done. You work for us, and at this rate, I guarantee you, not for long, because we are coming. We will be heard, and we will be represented. You think we're so busy with our lives that we will never come for you? We are the formerly silent majority. All of us who quietly work, pay taxes, obey the law, vote, save money, keep our noses to the grindstone, and we are now looking up at you. <clears throat> you have awakened us. The patriotic spirit, spirit so strong and so powerful that it had been sleeping too long. You've pushed us too far. Our numbers are great. They may surprise you. For every one of us who will be there, there will be hundreds more that could not come. Unlike you, we have their trust. We will represent them honestly, rest assured. They will be at the polls on voting day also to usher you out of office. We have canceled vacations. We will use our last few dollars saved. We will find the representation among us, and a grassroots campaign will flourish. We didn't ask for this fight, but the gloves are coming off. We do not come in violence, but we are angry. You will represent us, or you will be replaced with someone who will. There are candidates among us when he will rise like a phoenix from the ashes that you have made out of our Constitution. Democrat, Republican, Independent, Libertarian, understand this, we don't care. Political parties are meaningless to us. Patriotic Americans are willing to do right by us and our Constitution, and that is all that matters to us now. We are going to fire all of you who abuse power and seek more. It is not your power. It is ours, and we want it back. We entrusted you with it, and you abused it. You are dishonorable. You are dishonest. As Americans, we are ashamed of you. You have brought shame to us. You, if you are not representing the wants and needs of your constituency loudly and consistently, in spite of the objections of your party, you will be fired. Did you hear? We no longer care about your political parties. You need to be loyal to us, not to them, because we will get you fired and they will not save you. If you do or cannot represent me, my issues, my views, please stand up. Make your identity known. You need to make some noise about it. Speak up. I need to know who you are. If you do not speak up, you will be herded out with the rest of the sheep, and we will replace the whole damn Congress, if need be, one by one. We are coming. Are we coming for you? Who do you represent? What do you represent? Listen, because we are coming. We, the people, are coming. It's a letter from a grandmother and a mother. She's 53 years old. Uh, and she expresses a lot of what many people who have been writing to me and, and talking to me feel. So it is on the website at earthwalk-usa.com. It is um, it, going to be repeated in many, many places because there are so many who are going to go to Washington. I can't afford it. I can't take the time. I have a lot of responsibilities I have to give up, but I'm going anyway. My daughter comes into town two days later, and I'm 12 hours away from Washington, but I'll drive it, and I'll go, because I want my country back. I want these people who are abusing every bit of power that they are trying to grab out. Now, people say you can't impeach the president because Congress has to do that. Congress isn't going to do that. They're obviously not going to do that because they're passing bills at night. You know that they passed the bill to um, fund the, the new military bill, whatever it's called. They, they, they had all these discussions and problems with it, um, 
and said, oh, well, okay, so we can't come to agreement. So half the people went home. And then the Democratic leadership said, nah, let's vote on it anyway before anybody could get back. So they made sure that they got the money to the IMF, that the photographs are going to come out, that our troops will be in danger, and that they got their way. They're making a joke of everything. The in inspector general that they fired from AmeriCorps, AmeriCorps is a subsidiary of, guess who? Acorn. And guess who is now working on the board of AmeriCorps? Michelle Obama's chief of staff who left Washington to go be on the board, who then said that this inspector general was disoriented and, and just didn't seem like he could get it together. And so, you know, so they fired him. He's 77 years old. There are people in Congress much older than him, but that is an ageist thing to do. And it was because he was going to expose where a lot of the money was going and is going and would have gotten one of Obama's friends in trouble. Um, people, this is serious stuff. You need to share this stuff with others. You need to, to send them to the website to make them listen to the podcast, to make them read what they need to read and you make and make them get to Washington. Um, <laughs> this new thing that we have today with the economy is uh, Obama wants more regulations that should have been there before. And, you know, you know, there's a lot of things that should have been there before. These are the same people, Barney Frank and, and Bernanke and um, uh, Harry Reid and Chris Dodd and Nancy Pelosi. They all said, when was it? Gee, just last June, everything is great. Invest in this stuff, no problems. Everything is going great and, and they'll make money and there's no problems. And then... Um, during the initial campaign when Barack Obama finally won the caucuses and got the nomination, all of a sudden everything went haywire and down the tubes. What a coincidence. Okay? Now, they say the economy is stabilizing, so we need to put more stimulus money in and give more money to the Fed and give more power to the Fed, the Federal Reserve Bank. The Federal Reserve Bank is not a federal anything. It is a private corporation. And all of us are sitting by saying, oh, okay, go ahead, give them billions of dollars and give it to the IMF. And they have no regulations. And they have czars that don't have to report to Congress or the people or anyone else who are handling all this. Guess what? You talk to any legal-minded person who understands history and understands the law and give them that information and ask them for a definition of what that is. It is fascism. The fascist states of Europe are here. And you can take that and say, oh, man, she's being, you know, paranoid and she's listening to too much Fox News or whatever. I listen and read everything. And I, and I, I cannot, I'm not trying to scare you, but I cannot impress upon you in any other way the importance of what we need to do to save this country. The people are the only ones that can do it. We can't get, you know, some movie star to go out and do it, and you can't call up Barack Obama and talk him out of it and use diplomacy. Um, nobody's taking guns to Washington yet. Maybe some pitchforks, I'm not sure. But we need numbers. Big, big numbers. And if, even if you had to camp out in your car, so what? It's summer. You won't freeze. You won't sweat. You won't die. Bring a lot of water. Bring something to snack on. So you don't have to spend a lot of money. Park the car and start marching. And, and bring signs with you or pieces of cardboard or old boxes that you tore up and wrote on. Um, make sure that people can see you. That His motto throughout all of this was, yes, we can. But the motto of people going to Washington is, no, you won't. No, you won't. 
No, you won't. You will not take my country away. You will not destroy my Constitution. You will not. You will not make my children and grandchildren pay for your mistakes and your incompetency and your power grab for the rest of their generations to come. No, you won't. This is Raina G. Please pass this on.